Hey everyone, welcome to a special summer preview edition of See It or Shove It. I'm your host, Greg, and I'm here with my guest co-host, Miles. Hello! And we are going to take you through the biggest releases and a few hidden gems that are coming to theaters and streaming this summer. So, buckle up. It's going to be a long summer, but I'm very excited about it because I think it's going to be the first summer in a long time where we get a jam-packed schedule. So, here we go. First up, summer movie season kicks off this week. Opening this Friday, May 26, we have the live-action version of Disney's The Little Mermaid, Sebastian Maniscalco and Robert De Niro in the autobiographical comedy About My Father, Julia Louis-Dreyfus in Nicole Holofcener's You Hurt My Feelings, and the action films The Machine and Kandahar, starring Gerard Butler. I know where I'll be spending my weekend next weekend. Miles, is there anything of that list that piqued your interest? Um, the thing that got my attention the most was You Hurt My Feelings. If I did say that, you took it out of context. Are you going to gaslight me now? to be this whole time. I wasn't lying. I was encouraging. That's not true. You were lying to be encouraging. You know what? As an actor, Mark isn't always great. So the times when you don't think he's good, what do you say, Mom? You are so fantastic. Really? <gasps> I'm excited about um, You Hurt My Feelings because Julia Louis-Dreyfus, I really like her. Of course, Seinfeld. I've seen a couple episodes of Eat. Um, she's good in that. Oh, yeah, it's hilarious. Um... So, no, I love comedy actors doing more dramatic things. Yeah, that, it does look interesting. It does look like it's peppered with comedy, too. And um, I like the director, Nicole Holofcener. Um, she directed um, Walking and Talking, Friends with Money. And um, she wrote, oh, and she wrote and directed Enough Said, which also had Julia Louis-Dreyfus in it. And... Um, uh, James Gandolfini from The Sopranos, oh. and that was a great movie. But she wrote "Can You Ever Forgive Me," which got Melissa McCarthy her second Oscar nomination, and that movie is phenomenal if you've never seen it. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm also looking forward to about my father, but the one I'm really looking forward to is Disney's Little Mermaid. Out of the sea. I'm really excited about this. In fact, we're going on Wednesday night for an advanced screening. And um, I really like the Disney live action things, except for Beauty and the Beast. I wasn't that crazy about that one. But um, I loved Aladdin. And anybody who knows me knows I loved Aladdin. I think I saw it like 10 times in the theater. It was that entertaining. Um, I had other reasons as well. <laughs> but we won't get into those. Um, but I'm looking forward to this. My only concern like i said in trailer talk is that it's nearly an hour longer than the original so i'm afraid it's going to be like padding it with backstory that may not be all that interesting but we'll find out i love the cast um melissa mccarthy i already mentioned her i really enjoy her um uh hallie bailey looks like she does a good job 
David Diggs and Aquafina. I, I like all of them. So I think it's going to be good. So I look forward to that one. And um, when we go on Wednesday, they're giving us free shit, and I love free shit. So I'll be there getting our poster and our music download, whatever that is. So I'll let you know next week how it is. Any thoughts on it? Um, I'm excited for it. I haven't seen basically any of the live action. I saw the Jungle Book one when it came out. In you never saw Aladdin. Never saw it. Well, you should. It's great. Now I know. Yes. I haven't seen the original Little Mermaid also, so I'm really behind. But um, oh well, it's only a little more than an hour long, so maybe maybe you can watch it on before we go on Wednesday. Even if it's bad, that Dolby Theater at Disney Springs will mm. make it look and sound amazing. Yes, so I'm looking forward to that. Our seats are reserved, K one and two. That's where we always sit. All right, next up we have our movies for June. So, for the first two weeks of June, on June 2nd, we have the follow-up to the hit Oscar-winning animated film Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the adaptation of Stephen King's The Boogeyman, the documentary Lynch Oz, the romance drama Past Lives. And on June 9th, we see Transformers Rise of the Beast and the true story of the Cheeto, no, not Donald Trump, the Flamin' Hot Cheeto in the film Flamin' Hot. I personally can't wait to see Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Miles! Wanna get out of here? Oh! Win? So wait a minute. There's an elite crew with all the best Spider-People in it? Uh, who's the new guy? This is unbelievable. This is the lobby. Miguel O'Hara. The whole thing was his idea. What's a guy gotta do to join this Spider-Team? You can never be part of this. Don't even get me started on Doctor Strange and the little nerd back on Earth 1999-99. Come on, go easy on the kid. He had a terrible teacher. Peter! I loved the first movie. I was surprised at how much I loved the first movie. It was fantastic. And this one looks like it's going to be a wonderful follow-up. And again, guess what? They're giving free shit away on opening weekends. Another poster. I can't wait. So, did you see the first one? I did. I saw it in theaters. Wasn't it great? It was great. Yeah, so you're excited about that one? I am. But you're actually more excited about a different movie, right? I am. I'm more excited about Past Lives. What a good story this is. Childhood sweethearts who reconnect 20 years later and realize they were meant for each other. In the story, I would be the evil white American husband standing in the way of destiny. Shut up. He was just this kid in my head for such a long time. I think I just missed him. Did he miss you? I'm very excited for this movie. I saw the trailer a couple weeks ago, and it just looks like... It looks like... Already from the trailer, like... To me, a front runner for best picture. Oh, yeah. I get that vibe from it. It looks like a nice story. I, it looks like it's going to be really sad. Um, but I'm I'm super excited. It comes from A24, which I, I'm always sort of... Like, I, I love about? an A24 movie. But I, I sometimes think like, well, it is just the production company. But they make damn good movies. They do. They've got high quality movies. They won the Oscar this year for... Mm-hmm. Actually, they won almost every Oscar they, basically for the whale. They won all the acting, everything, Oscars. everywhere, all at once. Whale, for Brenda uh, Yeah, the whale, and um, the, they made a big splash at the Oscars. So they they're known for 
quality independent movies and um it'll be interesting to see how this one takes off and you hurt my feelings is another a24 movie yes well we'll see how that is too we'll see finishing out the month of june on june 16th is the horror comedy the blackening which looks very funny dc's troubled production the flash pixar's elemental and Wes Anderson's Tom Hanks starring Asteroid City. On June 23rd, Jennifer Lawrence returns to her comedy roots in No Hard Feelings. And finally, on June 30th, Harrison Ford pulls up a whip one final time in Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. And the animated Ruby Gilman teenage kraken takes a crack at the big screen. So, Miles, what are you looking forward to in late June? I'm looking forward to Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. You're not here. We're not there. The car exploded. Come get the girls. I have to stay here with Woodrow. I'm not the chauffeur. I'm the grandfather. Where are you? Asteroid City. Farm Route 6, Mile 75. My strength. Junior stargazers and space cadets. Each year we celebrate Asteroid Day. Commemorating September 23rd, 3007 B.C. when the arid plains meteorite made Earth impact. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, he's the first director and only director, I think, so far. I've finished all of his movies. And most of them are... I really like them. Mm. I know you're not a big fan. Uh, no, not usually. I find them to be very pretentious and um, just trying too hard to be quirky and original. And it comes across to me as very contrived. But... We'll see. Well, I, uh, like, I like his style and most stacked cast out of any stacked cast ever. Well, I will. T- well, that may work against him because mm-hmm. what was the last one? The French Dispatch did not work in his favor, in my opinion. I, I do agree with that. But it wasn't one of his best. That had three separate stories. And I've always said that if you're going to do three separate stories, they better all land. And if they don't, it's going to drag the movie down. And that dragged. They did not. Yeah, they did not all land. Um, now, I did enjoy a couple of his movies, so don't get me wrong. I loved Isle of Dogs. I loved The Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, that's and, his best. And, yes, it is. And I, I did like... Um, uh, Grand Budapest? Grand Budapest, yes. I did enjoy that, too. So, don't get me wrong. It's just, the, lately, I haven't been overly impressed. Maybe it's because I'm seeing more movies than I did when I saw those, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, I was going to say I'm really looking forward to No Hard Feelings because I really do like Jennifer Lawrence when she um, is acting. Not a huge fan of her personally when I see her in interviews. She's kind of annoying. But as an actress, I enjoy her. But the one I'm really looking forward to, and that's more of a kind of a shit show excitement, it's The Flash. Tell me something. You can go anywhere. Another timeline. Another universe. So why do you want to stay and fight to save this one? Because this is the world where my mom lives. I'm not going to lose her again. (laughs) Now, I'm excited to see this because Ezra Miller stars in it and... This man is toxic with a capital T. If you are unaware of his personal life and all the 
garbage that he's gotten himself involved in, DC has a huge problem on their hands with this movie. And you can tell because the last trailer, have you seen the latest trailer? He's basically not. It's it, all focusing it, on Michael it, Keaton. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's basically the Flash movie, but it, the trailer is all about the Batman character. So they know that they've got to find a way to get asses in seats to see this movie to recoup some of the the cost of the film. And, and been, sorry. Yeah, but, it, it does look good, though. Yeah, they've been sending it to every celebrity. Like, you see Stephen King says it's good. Why are they sending it to Stephen King? <sighs> Well, marketing. hey, yeah, marketing. They know they have to do it, an unusual marketing campaign because of all the legal trouble and serious legal trouble that Ezra Miller has gotten himself involved in. Oh, I read the stuff he did. It's insane. Yeah, it's bad. And if you don't know what it is, Google it. It's DC has a big problem on their hands. But from what I hear, people who have seen the movie love it. They think it's fantastic. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um I'm looking forward to that. July rolls around and brings in the heat. On July 7th, with another scary chapter in the Insidious series, with Insidious, The Red Door, and recent Oscar nominee Stephanie Hsu stars in the comedy Joyride. On Wednesday, July 12th, Tom Cruise returns in Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. I think it's safe to say we're both excited for the next Mission Impossible. Ethan, what's your objective? What's your ultimate objective? Your life will always matter more to me than my own. None of our lives can matter more than this mission. I don't accept that. Oh, definitely. I loved Fallout, the last mission of this oh, yeah. movie. I saw that in theaters. Woo! That's really one of the best action movies of the past, what, decade? Yeah. The, so the, the thing about the Mission Impossible movies is like, as <laughs> I think as we've both witnessed this weekend with the Fast 10 movies, is that the, the older the series gets, it it's harder to make a better movie. Yeah, it's usually the general rule. Uh, yeah, but with the Mission Impossible series, it's been the reverse. Like, every single one has been better than the one before, in my opinion. Um, and I think this one looks like it's going to be a knockout. And um, I know I'm looking forward to it, and I want to see that in the loudest, biggest screen theater that I can. Well, we got to see it in Disney Springs. Yeah, we'll see it in Dolby, and if it's really good, I'll go to see it in the giant IMAX as well. Um, that I think that's going to be a good one. Tom Cruise rescued cinemas last year with Top Gun Maverick, and I think he's going to do the same this summer with Mission Impossible. Yeah, he's on a winning streak. Yeah. On July 21st is the showdown of the summer with Christopher Nolan's epic Oppenheimer versus Greta Gerwig's pink epic Barbie. And finally, on July 28th, we see Disney's latest take on The Haunted Mansion and our favorite studio's annual summer horror flick, A24's Talk to Me. So, Miles, talk to me. Which one are you excited about? I am my most anticipated of the summer and second of the whole year is Oppenheimer. We imagine a future. And our imaginings horrify us. They won't fear it. 
until they understand it. And they won't understand it. I'm very excited for it. Um, I like Christopher Christopher Nolan. I think he's a great director. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Cillian Murphy's great. Who else is in it? Um, Matt Damon's in it. Um, yeah. A lot of people. Yeah, it's a treasure trove of actors. Yes. And it's, it's such an interesting story. I'm surprised no one's made a big blockbuster about the creation of the, what is it, first nuclear bomb? The, the atomic bomb? Yeah. Yeah. Like, how's no one done that before? Yeah, and that's another one that I want to see in the loudest theater yeah. possible. Oh, well, he might mess that up, because Nolan has a problem with sound. He sure does, and that's my only reason why this one is probably not on my 10 most anticipated, because his movies, he he just fucks up the sound so much that the sound is so incredible that it drowns out the dialogue. I mean, Tenet, which I love Tenet, a lot of people did not. I had to go see it twice, because I... The sound was drowned out. What was his last movie? Tenet. Tenet. Uh, what was before that? Dunkirk. I liked. I loved Dunkirk. When I saw that in the theaters, it felt like the bullets were flying over my head. I loved the sound of it. But again, the dialogue is drowned out. So we'll see if that happens here. This seems to. This seems to be a um, a dialogue heavy movie for him. Maybe except for like the big big scenes so it may not be as bad but we'll find out the one i'm really looking forward to is disney's the haunted mansion wait i should warn you before you step inside the house this could change the course of your entire life i'm not afraid of a couple ghosts (sighs) you say that now My favorite ride at the Magic Kingdom is the Haunted Mansion, apart from the um, the People Mover, but that's beside the point. The Haunted Mansion is my favorite. I feel like every time I go on that ride, I notice something new. And when, I believe it was 2003, they made the Eddie Murphy version of the Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. I was so disappointed because it wasn't very funny. And... It has such potential. That ride has such potential to be like a kid-friendly, creepy movie, and they just didn't do it. It was dumb. Although I did like Jennifer Tilly as um, um, Madame Leota. This one, she's replaced by recent Oscar winner Jamie Lee Curtis, and Tiffany Haddish is in it, Lakeith Stanfield is in it. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. All these comic geniuses are in it, and... I hope that they get it right. Uh, Jared Leto's in it. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, yes, and his crooked nose, probably. (laughs) And um, I hope they get it right, because that ride has such potential to be as good of a movie as the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie was. So we'll see. But I'm excited about it, because I really love everybody in it. And I love the ride. So hopefully the combination is good rounding out the summer is august which is a month notorious for shall i say subpar films and it will lead us into labor day weekend to close out the summer movie season 
On August 2nd, the children's book Harold and the Purple Crayon gets the big screen treatment. And on August 4th is Jason Statham returning to the sea in The Meg 2, The Trench, and another version of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. On August 11th, Gran Turismo, starring Stranger Things' David Harbour. On August 18th is DC's second entry for the summer, Blue Beetle, and the foul-mouthed Dogs of Strays. On August 25th is the story from the world of wonder. Remember that movie with Julia Roberts and um, Jacob Tremblay? Jacob Tremblay, yes. That was a good movie. But this is a kind of like a prequel, I think. It's called White Bird. It's based on a graphic novel by the same author. And finishing the summer on September 1st is Denzel Washington in the allegedly final installment, Equalizer 3. I... I'm really excited about Equalizer 3, because I really enjoyed both of the previous movies. But the one that I'm really stoked about is Strays. Today is going to be the best day ever. I love sunshine, I love butterflies, but more than anything, I love Doug. Hey! Shut the fuck up! Fucking piece of shit. That's Doug, the best owner in the world. We're playing this game called Fetch and Fuck. Fetch! He drops me off really far away and drives home without me. When I bring the ball back, he says, Fuck! <laughs> That's how I know I won the game! This movie is either going to be hilarious in a way like I really enjoyed Sausage Party. Just really irreverent and just not for kids, but hilarious. Or it's going to be completely stupid. And not in a good way. But with the talent behind it... Um, Will Ferrell. Yeah, Will Ferrell. Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx, yeah. Oh, poor Jamie Foxx. I hope he's doing better. Um, Will Forte, Isla Fisher, Randall Park. These are all top-notch comedians. So I, I'm i looking forward to it. Um, it was supposed to be released earlier this in the summer, but the... Writer strike, they made the decision to push it to August so that they can hopefully get proper promotion for it uh, when the talk shows get back. So it looks like it'll be funny. Your thoughts? Um, yeah, the trailer's kind of kind of annoying me because it keeps playing. Yeah, and it's going to be playing a lot longer because it just got moved. Yeah, same thing so. with Transformers, but they changed the they did the trailer too for that. Thank God. Yeah, I get annoyed with that. Oh my but God. I mean, you didn't you didn't have the AMC A list before um oh, what was that Jared Leto movie? Morbius. A Morbius. Oh my god, that fucking movie got moved like seventeen times and we had to watch the trailer for it seemed like a year and a half and that it kept getting moved. And by the time the Morbius came out, I was so sick of that trailer I wanted to rip the screen. But I behaved myself. So, which one are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to Blue Beetle. Garth, I've been through life, but do not open it. You went in to get a shop, and all you brought back was a hamburger? Okay, I don't think it's a burger. You haven't looked? What the hell is that? How did you get it to do that? I think he likes me. I'm liking superhero movies are, um, there's a lot of them. Yes. But I I love Guardians. Yeah, Guardians is great. 
Like, just when we were getting, like, Marvel overload. I did not like Ant-Man. Yeah. Ant-Man, I thought, was good, but not great. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm starting to get Marvel fatigue. But DC, I think they're... The thing with Marvel is that you have to watch the show, and then you got to do this, and you got to do that to That's understand what's going good, on. But it was Gar- connected from everything. Yeah, Guardians is great, um, but the DC movies, I don't think there's so much interconnectivity in it. So, yeah, Blue Beetle does look interesting. I, I'm looking forward to that as well. So those are the major releases for this summer, and it, it looks like it's going to be jam packed with good stuff to watch. And it's so frickin' hot in Florida that I will be camping out in a movie theater all summer when I'm on break from school. So I think we should give our top ten list of the 10 movies we really want to see. My number ten is Elemental. So is mine. My number nine is Insidious, The Red Door. What's yours? Mine is The Flash. Okay. My number eight is The Equalizer 3. Mine is The Haunted Mansion. My number seven is You Hurt My Feelings. Mine is Indiana Jones. Number six is... Before we get to number six, I don't think I've seen an Indiana Jones since I was a kid. So that's why it's not on my list. And plus, there's too many snakes. And I don't like snakes. Just like Indy doesn't, right? Yeah. So, okay. Anyway. Number six, I have Flamin' Hot. I have Spider-Man. Into the Spider-Verse. Number five, I have The Haunted Mansion. I have Barbie. Number four, I have About My Father. I have Past Lives. Three, The Little Mermaid. Mission Impossible. Two, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Asteroid City. And my number one most anticipated movie of this summer is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. And what is yours? Oppenheimer. Oh. Well, so... We'll see. Hopefully all of these will be see-its. Otherwise, we'll be very disappointed. Very. And I will have to give it a shove-it. So that's it for this very special episode of See It or Shove It. Thank you so much for joining us this week. As always, I'm grateful for the time you spend with me. Support your local theaters by going to see some of the movies previewed. And while you're at it, share my podcast with your movie and TV-loving friends and family. Don't forget, you can now drop me a line at seeitorshoveit at gmail.com and let me know of any ideas or suggestions. Follow me on Instagram and Letterboxd at seeitorshoveit and rate me wherever you get your podcast. Come back in a few days to hear my thoughts on the latest new releases including Fast 10, Buddy Games Spring Awakening, and a handful of others. Thanks again, everyone, and thank you, Miles, for joining us. Of course, it's a pleasure. So, I'm your host, Greg. This was Mr. Miles E. Wood the first, and we're signing off. And just have a great week, everyone. This episode of See It or Shove It was recorded in Orlando, Florida, and is produced by Gregory G. Productions. Music by Mysterio Music. All rights reserved.